Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. We are casting in a fan direction. I think I've done that show before. Uh, we sure did. Shadowhunters. Last week? Was that last week? Last week. Time. Uh, Aaron? Yes, Kevin? I think, just coming from this episode, I think the clave is bad. No, uh, not like villainous. I, th- I think they're bad at their jobs. I think they're disorganized. I think they are terrible at the job that they have been doing for, for centuries, millennia, even. I do feel like they need a real good business plan, and they need like an outside consultant to come in and like take out the muda in their processes. Because I can't figure out their structure. That we we in this episode we meet someone who comes directly from the clave, and she's introduced. With the with the dumbest plan, she comes in with the dumbest the dumbest thing that I'm going like. This is how I'm going to introduce myself to these people. This is a good thing for me to do. It's going to be a test. (laughs) test. They are, and if we're using her as uh, the representation of what the clave believes in, which I think she's supposed to be, she's supposed to be supposed to be like the perfect shadow hunter. Yeah, that's the way she's supposed to be portrayed to the audience. The clave makes no sense. (laughs) Also, like at one point, they're like the clave is taking over the institute, and I'm like, like are they always? Don't yeah. you already work? I... Like, <laughs> d- doesn't the clave already run the institute? There are long sections in this episode where I had to, where I'm like, I think I need to write down word for word what this person says because I need to remember what it is because it makes no sense. There's new rules are brought up in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's it is not a not a bad one. It's not one of those like oh, there's one thing that we have to deal with, and that is going to take the entire episode. But also, there's some side storylines. Yeah, it doesn't drag as much as the uh, Luke is injured episode. I feel like it's because um, we are given a timeline. Like you get a day to decide. <laughs> the timeline is confusing, though. <laughs> also, it, I, think per- this, I think I think this might be a couple hours. It might be a full day. It's hard to tell. It's from a time that it's dark to a time when the sun goes down. However, at a certain point, a character will say, it's sundown soon. I'm like, no, it's already. That's why you're here. That's why you're here is because it's sundown. Do you mean sunrise? We said it has to be done before sunrise. But you mean the next sunrise. Huh? Why? (laughs) Yeah. At least we get a reintroduction of our beloved character, Raphael. Raphael. Raphael's back. And God, I love Raphael. Raphael's characterization is great. I love the kind of vampire he is. He is so complex. And he's so into vampires. He really is. He's so into vampires. He thinks vampires are so cool, and he's so angry at anybody who might ruin their vampireness. Because they're vampires. They're vampires. And he just wants to peacefully coexist in the world as a vampire. <laughs> yeah. It's his religious choice. Yeah. Like, so that his religious choice is Catholic. He is also very Catholic. Yes, he reiterates many times. <laughs> he's very Catholic. Uh... <laughs> we also get Magnus this episode, so I'm happy. Yep, Magnus is also uh, also back. Uh, it's it's honestly by and far a good episode. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's it adds it has a lot of rules and revelations and yeah, it... man. But you know what? At least it drives the storyline forward in like leaps and jumps. Oh yeah, well because the the cup thing has been like kind of dealt with. Like mm-hmm. they've gone the cup; they're moving on from that. But now it's a new problem. Hmm. Ooh. Well, let's hear about these new problems. Let's get into it. All right, because this is Shadow Hunters season one, episode eight, Bad Blood. Bad Blood.
That's the the song, right? Yeah, Yeah. good work. Remember last episode when Clary was a little (laughs) bit dumb? Clary is still a little bit dumb. We begin in, I think this is later. I, I Well, because didn't last episode end with them kissing? It did, but they're in the very similar position. But now Alec is back and Izzy is there, so I don't know if they just stood here all night. Just staring at each other. I don't know. Clary is now holding the mortal, mortal cup in front of her, and she says... Well, it just looks like a wine glass. This, Does pe- it, Clary? For people who have not seen the mortal cup, it is glowing and humming. <laughs> and it's like a very fancy chalice. Yeah. This, Nothing about it says wine glass. This, this is the chalice that if you drank out of trying to figure out Jesus's cup, you would become a dried up monster. <laughs> this is the failure chalice. This <laughs> the is the not the tricks ch- you. This is not the chalice of a carpenter is what I'm saying. Uh, but they're. They're talking, her and Jay's, they're close talking. It's very sexy, I guess. We kind of go on about how, you know, as a shadow hunter, you can't dwell on the past. You can't worry about, you know, the things you should have done. Yeah, that's the first rule of shadow hunting. And the second rule of shadow hunting is that Izzy's going to steal that cup from you because you're not paying attention. <laughs> Izzy, in heels. Izzy says the second rule of shadow hunting is there's nothing you can't do in heels. Later... Jace will go on to I mean, these aren't obviously the actual rules. Yeah. Um later Jace will go on to the third rule shadow hunting. So he's just accepted. Yeah, is he is he improv yeah. in He's like, I'm gonna yes and on this. I'm a good scene partner, I'm Jace. <laughs> yes and the third rule. Uh but Izzy and Alec, after Alec went and sobered up, he's just staring at a monitor. <laughs> and he's like, guys. There's definitely going to be some bad guys coming for this cup. Jace, who's supposed to be like the golden child. Oh my god, Jace has gone dumb. Like it, Clary he, has he stolen Clary too much. Clary has stolen his competence. Because, it was that kiss. Because he walks over to Alex. Like Alec, calm down. The words, the words could keep out any demons. And what I thought, and what Alex says is like, yeah, Valentine's a shadow hunter. Now, I will He's say... He's the one we're worried about. If the clave has not figured out how to put up Valentine-attuned wards at some <laughs> point over the last 18 years... I think the, the main problem... I mean, the clave continues to be terrible. Yeah, I think the main problem is that you can't put up a wall against one specific person. I bet you can if you have their blood, and they definitely have Valentine's blood, because he had that knife thrown into his back. Yeah, but I mean... No, I think... Uh, well, he also ran off after the knife was thrown into his I back. I just am sure that there was blood there, and I'm sure that those eye-crossy guys yeah, could have come up with something. I don't know. I, I think it makes sense that you can't put up a ward to keep out one specific person. Because, as I said, angel blood gets them through their wards. Yeah, well, think about his blood. They know that he's done downworlder experiments. Okay, they know he's done da- downworlder experiments on himself. Well, yeah, but downworlders also can't enter the Yeah, so flame. Valentine should not be able to enter because he has downworlder blood in him. But he also him. has angel blood in him, which is the, o- the only requirement to get through the ward is have angel blood. I just don't believe that they're right about this. <laughs> but no, but we're proven they are. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Alec, once again, being the best, is like, yeah... The, the, they're not the concern. Meanwhile, Clary, as they're like, okay, Clary, now the uh, big giant MacGuffin needs to go back, back into in storage. Card. And so then Alec is like, we should definitely give this important <laughs> mythical relic back to the people who own it. And oh. Clary's like, 
No, you can't give the cup to the Af- clave. After all we went through to get it? It's like, yeah. We went, got it for the clave, Clary. Yeah, Clary, this has always been the deal. Weird. And Jace, who is now thinking with his penis, is like, no, I agree with Clary. It's the only bargaining chip we have. Jace, since when do you care about Jocelyn? Anyway, what is more interesting is Alec agrees with them that they need to keep the cup, and then he just puts it in that place <laughs> oh, on the floor where everything is stored. Here's So here's what I'm thinking with Alec. The, <laughs> Jace is like, yeah, no, we, we definitely should keep the cup. And Alec's like, really? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. We'll keep, wink, wink, the cup, wink, wink, put it in a box. <laughs> he just he puts in the hole in the floor where they keep everything. He puts it in the vault. <laughs> he doesn't let Clary keep it for sure. But it's not secretive. Like they're oh. not keeping it secret because at, every shadow extra can see him do that. At least, at least there's one thing proven, and I think this might might also be why Alec did it. At this point, the the cup is back in the card, so yes. only Clary can get it out of the card. So he's like, fine. At least if we keep Clary around. Now, what he should have realized is you can't keep Clary around. This show is, like, not doing a good job of explaining anything. <laughs> so while this is going on, Clary listens to Simon's voicemail. No, she doesn't. And calls him back and says, I'm so sorry I didn't listen to your call. And then we have a cut where Jace is jealous that Clary's leaving a voicemail. Aaron, she doesn't listen to his voicemail. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter. It does, because the voicemail is where he says, I think I'm becoming a vampire. I can wholly see Clary listen, listening to that and being like, mm. No, because she listens to it later. When she's down in the, uh, in the, I don't know what you want to call it, the storage room for <laughs> for the crypt. It's not a crypt, because it doesn't have... No, it, um, what is it called? It's the sanctuary. That's sanctuary. The, the sanctuary is the only part of um, institutes that downworlders are allowed to enter. Okay. So in the sanctuary is where she actually listens to his voicemail. So once again, she has somehow... I mean, you have seen that you've had miscalled calls and called people back without listening to their voicemails before, right? I know, but like she, <laughs> this is the second time that she has called him without getting his voicemail. Okay, but like, it's not like Simon's voicemails are typically particularly informative. <laughs> so, so she's just like, "Oh, Simon left me a voicemail. It's probably him being annoying again." Sorry, Simon, I missed your call. So they bring Simon down into the sanctuary, and they put him down on a. It's a sanctuary, so I guess maybe it's, it's like a... Yeah, well, he, they put him on, like, a stone table with a book under his head. Yeah. You know, yeah. for his... To help him breathe. <laughs> well, I think... Well, I, I, Raphael has not explained to him, oh, no, he's dead. He's fully dead. He is dead. Well, he's half dead, as you will reiterate. And Izzy kind of He's goes, only mostly dead. And Izzy kind of goes on about how they've broken the accords, and Raphael's like, whoa, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Camille did. Yeah. We're chill. Rapha- We're chill vampires. I love rap. <laughs> it seems like every vampire just like, no, no, no. And it's Camille and that one dude. Yeah. Remember that? What's that one dude? The one that she sent off. The and- biker guy. Adam? Anyway, because uh, <laughs> like Raphael hates Camille so much. And we learn later that the reason why he's actually doing this is because he wants evidence against Camille. I... They did such good ulterior motives for him. Mm-hmm. Is because, like, he really wants Simon to, like, come back as a vampire or at least have the body with so the clave. That Simon can... So that there's a body of proof that Camille did a murder. And, you know, he he's hoping Simon will come back so he can say Camille did this to him. Yeah, yeah. So that goes into uh, what Raphael says. So he clarifies, like, hey, you know, 
Uh, he's actually a fledgling right now. So fledglings are unconscious, is what I learned mm-hmm. there. Um, but they can bring it back as a vamp. However, time to set up the stakes. Either he must be turned into a vampire tonight. By that they mean you have the rest of the day. Yeah, until until the sun goes down so he will is lo- when you will do it. You will do it at sundown. Though so he will look out the window and go, it's almost sundown. I'm like, no, it's not. It's almost sun up. But you mean the next sunrise. 40. Okay, sure. Um, or he has to be staked through the heart. Which I'm pretty sure they do have to go through a whole thing to make Simon into a vampire in the books. I don't know that they have to bury him and then let him dig himself out of... I, I feel... But that seems right. Well, here's the thing. I feel like I remember that from some vampire legend. Yeah, like... like so I think... I think it's in Shadowhunter legend as well. Like, like vamp... the Someone becoming a vampire in vampire, like, mythology has gone from super simple to super complex. It's... And there's definitely some vampire stories where, like, they have to be buried in consecrated ground and then they have to dig themselves out and... Um, But then Clary, after hearing these two options, is like, and what if I do neither of them? And then I think Raphael just makes this up. Because he says, well, if you don't, his soul will be trapped for eternity. I'm like, well, can't they just stake him later? Yeah, there's no way anyone could possibly know that. I get, I understand that yeah, maybe you have to bury him before sunup or else it won't work. Take, but she can kill his his soul won't be trapped in his body forever. You could stake him later. Well, you know, Raphael has uh, <laughs> ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. So he's trying to rush a decision. Oh, yes, he is. This is also the scene where he talks about how he's a good Catholic. Oh, yes, he is. He's a very good Catholic. Oh, so I just want to clarify. I think I'll do it now because he mentioned the Catholic thing. So we learn later that vampires can't say the word God immediately. It takes time. They have to learn how to do it, which is weird. Not for any reason is it weird. It just feels weird. It's kind of like when you drink poison and you drink a tiny bit of poison so you can become a little bit immune to poison. Well, no, not them being able to say it later. Just them, like, so can they say Allah? Can they say Yahweh? Like, or can they, can they not, can they say, can they say any of, like, the uh, Indian gods? Or um, like... Earlier, Camille said that she could say God because it has no power over her. Oh, maybe it's specifically because, oh, so maybe, uh, so. Raphael had to learn because it because meant something Catholic. to him. So, yeah. Simon, who is Jewish, can't say God. Maybe he also can't say Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, anyway. World me- building. Meanwhile, in Chernobyl. Va- Valentine monologue. I was going to say monologues. <laughs> well, that has happened. Va- you see, when Valentine talks for a long time, that's called a monologue. So we have a monologue about how Jocelyn has always hated rules. I, I described it as a lament. So will that be a vament? A vament. He monologues and vaments at his wife. <laughs> and he hears... That uh, Clary has the cup, who he knows is his daughter now. Yep, he just knows it. Mm-hmm. Well, he kind of is like, Jocelyn, don't you know I've always known? I'm 18 years. You try to hide it from me. Well, I always know. Also, we meet another sh- uh, circle member because he has infinite circle yeah, members. And <laughs> Flunky number three also delivers the news mm. that uh, they weren't able to get the cup because Luke Garraway's back on the scene. Well, Lucius. Yes. Lucian. Lucian. And yeah. I don't think Garraway is his Shadowhunter last name. No, um, Lydia actually calls him that later. I think she calls him Lucian Grayback. Yeah, that seems right. Which, that's a werewolf yeah. name. <laughs> Come that's... on, what did you think he was going to be? Grayback is not the name of a Shadowhunter. That's the name of a werewolf. 
Come on, guys. I've seen the order. <laughs> so. so Lucian is now the head of the uh, New York Wolves, and they, they chased away the flunkies. Oh, and that's getting spread everywhere, by the way. Lydia already knows. Someone from the Clave already knows that he's the head. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> because the Clave... The Clave doesn't know anything. They're real bad. Um, And Val has like... Lucian still causing problems for me. Oh, that man. That's scamp that I tried to murder him and he just won't die. <laughs> so we head back to the uh, Institute where the parent Lightwoods are just vaguely nervous about everything. Yeah, Daddy Lightwood is like pretty mad that they're doing nothing. He wants to do something. Yeah, and then I don't want to go deep into way their lines, but it's very... So they... Daddy Lightwood, who I hate saying that name. If you want, his name is Robert. No, his name is Daddy Lightwood. Yeah, because they have not said his name on the show. Um, he wants to inform them that he, very specifically he and not, Marie seemed very upset about it, um, wanted to have a meeting with the uh, the Clave to inform them that the Seelys sided with Valentine. But and they th- were barred from the meeting. No Lightwoods allowed. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought it was like, Wait, they they just won't let you tell them this is going on? But I guess he was trying to go to, like, a council meeting or something. Yeah, I think what it really is, because remember him talking with uh, Izzy in the last episode. I think really what it comes down to, it's like when you're like, uh, when you break up with someone, they're like, well, can we talk in person? It'd be like <laughs> saying no to that. Yeah. It's like, no, like, you still got the information, but I don't want to discuss it. And so um, they were barred from the meeting, but the clave has denied them any future meetings because of their interactions with Downworlders. Okay, they say, oh, there's been shadow hunters from the Institute who have been interfering in Downworlder business. And for the life of me, I don't actually know what they're referring to. Do you think think it's because the shadow hunters were there when Luke killed the Alpha Wolf? Well, I would almost say yes, but no, they were there because the wolves kidnapped a shadow hunter. And then later Lydia gets mad because Jace did an unsanctioned raid on vampires. But again, the vampires kidnapped a mundane. And they're threatening shadow hunters for the mortal cup. And so again, they were doing the job that they yeah, were supposed to do. It doesn't sound like any of this. Like if, if it was like, oh, there was a battle between vampires and werewolves and you got yourself inserted in the middle of it. I would say, yeah, that's downworlder business. But nothing they, I think... Is it because they saved all those warlocks from being killed? Aaron, here's my honest thought. But once again, the other side was shadow hunters. And the warlocks liked it. Here's my honest thought, Aaron. And this is going to be spoiling what's going to come up later, but I'm fine with bringing it up now because I think it has to be. Yeah. I think they're just lying. The Lightwood parents or yes. the Clave? The, li- the Lightwood parents. I think they're lying. I don't think the, the Clave's upset with them intervening downworld of business. As we learn later, dun, dun, dun. The Lightwood parents were a part of the circle. Yes. Which I think you said it in an earlier episode. I did say it in an earlier I cannot episode. remember if I cut it out, though. No, I told people to skip ahead one minute. <laughs> oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were part of the circle. I think they're just lying. Because they keep on being like, oh, the Clave's very upset at you two. You too. The Clave is very... You kids have done bad... But then the Clave is mad at the kids. <laughs> okay, that is true. They are actually <laughs> mad at the kids. But is the Clave just mad at the kids because they're like, damn, Lightwood's doing Lightwood things? I am so confused. What is shadow hunter business? Because if they're not allowed to get involved when a shadow hunter is kidnapped, or when or, a mundane is kidnapped, and 
is is kidnapped and uses a bargaining chip against the shadow hunters what is shadow hunter business and aren't shadow hunters supposed to kill demons and like keep the peace between all of the factions of the downworld they're, they're kind of the downworld's kind of treating like oh they're these people who they like they're like these cops who keep overstepping their bonds and there's martial law over the downworld apparently shadow hunters can't do anything like when have we seen a sanctioned mission. shadow hunter mission even that first mission we saw was unsanctioned. No, I think the first mission was sanctioned. I'm pretty sure it was specifically unsanctioned. No, because they got mad about all the things they did once they met Clary. Missions before Clary sanctioned. <laughs> I might need to go back to because I, I thought I remember that being a thing. that They were like, well, maybe that was the one sh- sanctioned mission. What was that mission to do that? <laughs> to find out which shapeshifter demons were buying downworlder blood but everything that they were doing from this point forward seems actually related to, to that, that first, first mission. mission so shouldn't this all be part of the same mission i don't under <laughs> this episode which is supposed to be where we get more and more into what the clave is i think makes me understand it less <laughs> and you know what maybe that's the point maybe we're supposed to be like the clave is broken we so, must rebuild <laughs> so the point is of all this is the clave is going to send an envoy to assess the Valentine situation. So they are taking it seriously, yeah, I guess. But also to assess how they're running the Institute. And so no more acting up, children. Parents say, don't embarrass us. I'm like, shut up. Meanwhile, Clary cries over Simon's corpse about how this is all her fault. Yeah, she, she listens to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she needs to, I, I feel like she just needs to actively check it. Anyway, she's like, she's very upset. This is it's her fault. Yes and no, like... I mean, Simon is the one who... <laughs> we did keep reiterating, keep people out of your life, but also, no, it's not your fault. And also, Simon definitely should have told literally anyone. He should have been better at telling you. He also had a lot of in-person scenes with people where he could have said, in person, <laughs> I think I'm turning into a vampire. Yeah, we've been over that. They could have still had all this happen in a way that wasn't so dumb, like, if Clary was keeping... She could still even be upset here. I shouldn't have kept it a secret. I should have then, trusted... Then it would be her fault. Oh, my God. Then her bad feelings are real bad feelings and not manufactured bad feelings. Ah, <sighs> Aaron, we're better at this show than the, <laughs> the writers the show. are. Raphael Roll it back. We'll explain more about how... Just gotta make a choice. <laughs> Raphael's job for most of this episode is saying at Gorbs be like, hey, make a choice. Even after she seems to have made a choice, he comes up one more time just like, to be like, Which hey. choice are you making? <laughs> time for you to make a choice. I like how in this scene he's like, look, you have until sunset to decide, and it's basically sunrise, so I better go. But he does not go. Not he just sits in the sanctuary all day. I <laughs> can't go outside. Um, Clary asks him in the scene, what are the risks? Uh, like if okay, if I bury him, what are the risks? And what he says is, well, if he can't emerge, he'll starve for eternity underground. I'm like, can't you just dig, dig him, him up? up? You know where he's buried. <laughs> like, just huh? You did it. It's like he tried to make a mock risk for that one because obviously <laughs> the risk on the other side is, well, he's dead. Yeah, but it won't hurt. So I'm told because he's also kind of dead. <laughs> yeah, so I'm told. Who told you they're dead, Raphael? I mean, maybe he's met some demons who have met some ghosts. It's just what makes me think that Raphael's spending this entire episode also just making things up best he can. He's like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but no, I gotta be implacable and mysterious. Uh, they won't hurt them. 
while this is going on, we're going to get some more Lightwood family business where Max is busy begging Alec to give him back his staley. I want to burn more stuff down. And Alec is like, dude, no. Alec, There's an envoy coming. Alec, let me burn more stuff down. Definitely not, sir. All right. Think about maybe burning stuff down. <laughs> Man, once Max learns what lighters are. Oh Ooh. my god, he won't even need a stele. He can buy a lighter himself. <laughs> He's better than a stele. Um, so Alec is in the middle of being like, there's an envoy coming. Definitely start no fires. And then Valentine, Valentine walks, walks in. in. And Alec shoots him with an arrow. And Valentine catches, catches the arrow. Because it's not Valentine. Well... <laughs> Although she takes a long time to reveal. And I just want to point out, why are none of these... Sh- well, I know why. Because they're extras. Because shadow extras are... They're not allowed to do anything. Useless. So, yes, this is not the extra. This is Lydia, not the extra. This is, val- <laughs> this is not Valentine. And he also does not give a... Vonalog. <laughs> he does not Vonalog. Not he instead transforms himself back into Lydia and is like, everyone's response time is abysmal. Ex- except for Alec. You're hot. Okay. Normally, I would say this for a CW moment, but I can't. This was a terrible idea. What if she walked in and they just straight up murdered her? What if there were no extras in the scene? What if Jace and Izzy and Alec and the Lightwood parents were there? Yeah, and they just all killed her. Two, her catching the arrow is never explained. Even Izzy's like, how did she catch that arrow? So I suppose this supposed to show her this. She's super competent. But like later, she's is not. Is she also half demon? Um, three. This feels like a trick, doesn't it? It feels like a Valentine trick. Oh, absolutely! That he sent a fake envoy. Because later, um, uh, not later, like immediately, Maurice is like, "We weren't told of this. This going in and instantly setting up. Hey, I'm not to be trusted." Is not a great way to <laughs> gain the trust of the institute you're trying to take over. I. What if they just like. Locked her up, and we're like, "No, we think you're Valentine." She's like, "Not Valentine." I was pretending to be Valentine. Like, How do we know right now you're not Valentine? Maybe this is your pretend b- body. <laughs> like, it's a terrible, terrible idea. Uh. So she immediately is like, "Where is Cl- I'm taking charge of this institute? Where is Clary Fairchild?" Mm. And Alec is like, "She's training outside." <laughs> With Jace. Okay. I <laughs> I think at this point, Alec Rollins, he's like, oh, was like, well, she's in the sanctuary, but we can't go down against the bar there. Oh, she's out training. She actually is out of the city. It's true. <laughs> I, I don't Jace. think Alec knew that. <laughs> um, we also learned that she's Clary's distant cousin. Yeah. Because, Izzy knows that. Well, because, well, you know this too. Remember when I told you about how Henry Branwell oh, created right. portals with Branwell, Magnus? Right. He was married to... Um, this- this uh, is Council Fairchild. Right. Charlotte. Charlotte was her name. This is this is Henry Branwell's distant I mean, I don't know how distant, but like granddaughter descendant. Which actually means Lydia. she's kind of related to the Lightwoods. No, that's a lie. She, he's not kind of related to the Lightwoods. <laughs> his ward his ward's sister married one of the Lightwood ancestors. Man, it's, there's a there's a there's a lot of uh not not Specifically inbreeding, but a lot of there's just not a lot of shadow hunter families in North America <laughs> slash England. Man, I think Sh- I think shadow hunters is too dynastic. <laughs> I think there's problems with uh But Kevin, as we know, the clave won't allow you to make more shadow hunters. What's so dumb? Anyway, uh Jason Clary. Oh no, actually first we see uh Blackie Blackie number three. All right. 
His name's Blackwell. Yeah, but it's way more fun to call him Lackey number three. Lackey number three. Well, <laughs> um, Blackie number three. Well, nope, that doesn't oh, work very nope. well. Um, <laughs> Blackwell emerges at the Jade Wolf, which is in a shipping yard. We I we knew that, but I it know, feels but it like feels it, weirder this episode. It does because it feels like they're those um, shipping crates are closer, and two, Alec and Lydia will eventually approach it by walking through a maze of shipping crates. Yeah, it's we- like no wonder Simon couldn't I, say where he was. I'm curious, Aaron, and since you are knowledgeable of all things Shadowhunter, right? Yes, yes. Um, how do they get around? They walk. Oh my god! Just learn to drive. No, okay, so um, <laughs> so the vampires like to use special motorcycles that fly. It's not just Adam. Oh, and so that, at one point they steal. Aaron, those. that makes me so sad. They take carriages. <laughs> They don't have carriages now because it's today. I think they can take cabs and stuff. <laughs> Just look. I understand that you're that you're like we must stay pure as the angel blooded. Just get your learners. You know what though? I'm sure shadow hunters who didn't grow up in New York City probably or, can drive. I mean, I do see a problem, which is the fact that, <laughs> um, well, a ghost person driving a car would stand out. Well, if only they could figure out a way to do a glamour that just hides their ruins. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so here, so uh, yeah, he arrives. He does something like sh- I'm gonna call. I call them shillelagh zombies. I call them uh, zombie Russians. They have shillelaghs. Yeah. Why? Why is, why is the weapon? That, and okay, they have shillelaghs with like morning star balls on the end. Also, I want to point out that none of these zombos look like the Russians we saw earlier. They're too big. The Russians were not that big. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe those ones died, and only these two survived. <laughs> That's not a good. That's not a good return ratio. By these the way, these are new Russian zombos. Oh man, new Russians! And they're going to go after those wolves. Yeah, go on the Jade Wolf. Uh, meanwhile, J- Jason Clary are what we will soon learn is Simon's mom's therapy office. She's a lawyer. Lawyer office. They're in her lawyer office in her home. Aaron, it'll continue. I could never remember because I think she's an accountant. <laughs> I can never remember what his mom is. Well, Simon's an accountant. I know Simon's an accountant, and you know that I think that he that his mom's also an accountant. But I then I thought she was a therapist. But you're saying she's a lawyer, she's a lawyer. which I agree with because now I remember them saying it. <laughs> um. So they have arrived in her lawyer office, and she comes in with some iced teas. But before she brings them the iced tea, Simon. Not Simon. Jason Clary whisper about how they have to tell her that Simon's dead. I and Jason's like Clary, don't tell her about the Shadow World. I know you're going to tell her about the Shadow World. So I guess in this scene, Clary has decided to just stake him, or she knows that he won't want to come home as a vampire. I think she's doing this too soon. Honestly, I think it's. Much... I think she should let Simon decide. <laughs> oh yeah, if if if, he, if he's going to be dead or if he's going to be a vampire who lives in his parents' yeah, house. Yeah, like if she has not decided I'm going to kill him, waking him up and be like, "Oh, also I told your family you're dead." That's even worse. I don't know what Clary's idea like plan in this scene was. She says like, "Oh, I'm going to tell him that there was an accident." And she won't look into that. She won't <laughs> wonder why a hospital didn't Did- contact her or the police? No, they contacted me. Well, at one point her mo- his mom is like, "Well, should we contact the police?" And Clary's like, no, if we needed to contact the police, I'd talk to Luke. <laughs> this is comes off instantly sketchy. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the moment where Clary's about to tell Simon's mom that uh, <laughs> she's going about like the un- like the uh, not the underworld, the downworld. <laughs> uh, and 
Jace, who has spent some time looking at this bookcase, knocks off the speak no evil monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Clary gets that. Right? Oh, Jace. I don't know why you allowed Clary to come to this building. So, Clary reiterates it's very hard, because yes, Clary, it is. I don't know why you're taking this on yourself. You should send Luke. Or send literally, like, any adult. Yeah, send an adult. Not be like, hi, I'm Simon's friend. You Uh, know me. I was the one who did all this. Anyway. um, And then it ends with her being like, you're her being the mom. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me the truth, right? And then we never will know what Clary says. Did she just leave the yeah, room? I think she just walked out of the room and went to Simon's we, bedroom. We'll cut back with her tearing through Simon's bedroom for reasons, and I don't know what happened oh, in the in-between. The reasons is we'll subsequently see that she somehow has his um ceremonial scarf that you wear during your bat mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. It's the bar mitzvah, because he's a boy. type thing, yeah. And I should know what it's called, because I've read so many books about bar and bat mitzvahs as a child, but... Yeah. Anyway, she's looking for that, and so... She and Jace will talk. But first, we need to see a scene where Izzy does not like Lydia, because why would you? And and she's also curious, how'd you catch that arrow? I want to catch an arrow. And then Izzy and Alec get a text message, and it's Luke. He's telling them about the attack on the Jade Wolf. Because, imagine this, an institute might do well if they have good working relationships with downworlders. Yeah, so... When Al comes up, it's like, hey, we got this. I got a text from, uh, you know, from the, from the, from, I can't remember if he says his name or says he, the no, head he of says the. No, he says the head of the, the New York pack. And yeah. she goes, oh, Lucian Garraway? <laughs> no, I, I was wrong. It's also not Greyback. It's Greymark. That's still a vampire. Sorry, that's still a werewolf <laughs> yeah. name. Lucian Greymark? You're, you're friends with Lucian Greymark? An ex-circle member? An ex-circle member? And I'm like, hey, Clave, you sent Hodge there to train them. Alec? Alex's reply should be, no, I have a contact with the head of the New York werewolves. Would it be useful if I had a good working relationship with the downworld factions in my city? Do you think, Lydia? The clave is so bad. Here's the thing. They're not actually built to kill downworlders. That's their entire point. They're supposed the- to work work with downworlders. So That's what-, what the accords are. So wait, but the, the fact that they treat Izzy and they treat anyone who's like, oh, you're interacting with downworld with such disdain makes no sense for their job. Also, shall I remind you, because this will come up in a couple scenes, Magnus... Is a downworlder. Well, and also we, um, Lydia's so excited because Henry Brantwell, use him who's her ancestor, and him built portals together. She's excited to meet Magnus. So, it's not a, a, a like a bad thing to be friends with downworlders. What is the stance? What's the official stance? Clave. <laughs> like I think we're supposed to be like, oh, the clave doesn't trust downworlders, and like that might be true but that's a bad thing like that's such a stupid way of running your your, just so your underworld business <laughs> cuz you you kill demons and occasionally downworlders with like you know the if they're bad yeah so in summary of this scene the clave sucks and then Lydia decides that they need to go and get information from Luke about this attack but she's going to go but also Alec has to come cuz she thinks he's so hot <laughs> and well, I, I thought Lydia inserted herself into this. Izzy's not going to come anymore. Originally, it was Alec and Izzy. Yeah, no. Izzy never gets to go on missions. So anyway, back at um, Clary's, ho- 
Clary's house, Simon's house. She's rummaging around trying to get the shawl. And she and Jace have a little bit of a talk where Jace tells (laughs) one of the most famous Shadowhunter book series stories. Well, and uh, we'll tell the story, but I just want to clarify. As soon (laughs) as Jace begins by going, there was once a boy. I'm like, this is about you. Yeah, he's clearly, clearly, <laughs> you're clearly the talk, boy. You're clearly talking about yourself, but, but do you think that Clary understands that he's the boy? No, she doesn't. She, this story freaks her out for the rest of her life. <laughs> Later, she's just like, I don't know why you told me that Falcon story. So Jace tells the Falcon story, yes. which is one of the most famous stories from the Shadowhunters books. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, they tell it to their to their kids before they go to bed. Cassandra Clare, um, before she wrote the Shadowhunters books, she wrote Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah, and she actually used this story in oh. a Draco fan fiction that she wrote. Right, I remember this. So Pe- this is why people say that she plagiarizes. Like, yeah, she plagiarized herself. No, no, she, she liked a story she wrote, and she decided to put it in. Yeah, another piece of work because it fit better there. Yeah, that's fine. Also, it was from a fan fiction she wrote, which means a non published thing. Uh, anyway. People are looking for issues. So Jace tells a story about a boy, and this boy was given a falcon by his dad, and his dad was like, hey, take this wild thing, make it tame. And as Clary says, that's crazy. So this boy, who is Jace, hung Clearly out Jace. with this falcon every day, and he played with the falcon, and he taught the falcon, and he loved the falcon. And then he trained him. Yeah. So he goes and shows his dad, and he's like, hey, cool, look at me, I trained the falcon. And his dad just grabbed the bird and broke his neck. Because what he was supposed to learn was he wasn't supposed to love it. He was supposed to tame it. Uh, this is a bad lesson. And then James, or, sorry, Jace claims, James, Jace yeah. claims yeah. that what he learned. Yeah, when, when, Jace, when Jace is going to make um, a, a, a declaration about something, that's him jaming something. <laughs> Just like how Valentine will make Monologue. a monologue. So Jace claims that what he learned from this story, aka this tort, th- this child this, abuse from his father, yeah, um, is that you have to think with your head, not your heart. You should never love, which Jace has clearly not learned, <laughs> well, because he is continually thinking with his heart. Oh yeah, that's the entire reason why he's like, no, we should keep the cup. Yeah, you're, you think that's thinking with your head, you yeah. idiot. Come on, come on, Jace. <laughs> and also, this just teaches me you just wasted your son's time. Yeah. <laughs> he, tra- he trained a falcon. That's hard. And you made a boy do it. You made a boy. A boy t- younger than the age of 10, <laughs> because we know he was 10 when he went to the Institute. Yeah. Um, I also, okay, this scene, and we've seen it before, and it's a little bit later. Like, there's this big thing where they're like, oh, I know shadow hunters are supposed to be, like, dead inside. But here's the thing. I don't know why that's supposed to be a thing shadow hunters need to know. They kill demons. These aren't people who are like, oh, we need to kill. Our job is to kill vampires who look like people. It's like, yeah. no. Demons don't look like people. <laughs> yeah. They'll they'll always do the mouth thing before they. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I don't see why the idea of them being like, we need shadow hunters to be dead inside. Because that's not really. That doesn't sync with. You're not supposed to randomly kill human-like downworlds. I mean, this whole dead inside thing is the reason probably that Valentine. <laughs> was able to. Yeah. Clave, you're bad at your job. 
Speaking of people who are bad at their job, Lydia and Alec go for a walk to go to the Jade Wolf. And Lydia... Lydia's got an info dump her background all over Alec. So I will say that Lydia has the most rampantly inconsistent characterization of any oh character. Oh, God, yeah. Her introduction where she's like, I'm hard-ass, by the book, by the rules. I am the clave. Here I am to... Hey. Hey, Alec, I know it's hard when you're really hot and beautiful. I can see why all the girls are excited to meet you. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I hear you're going to get married soon. And he's like, I don't stop, think so. touching my stomach. <laughs> and then Leah's like, yeah, it's really hard when your parents try to make you marry someone. My parents tried to make me marry someone, but I didn't want to. So then I married someone I love, and then I got to run an institute, but then he was killed, and now I don't get to be in love or run an institute. He's <laughs> like, Lydia, we've known each other for, like, 20 minutes. This is a lot. And, like... <laughs> Jace is pretty open. And, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, Jace is pretty open. Yeah. Clary's pretty open. But telling Alec this... <laughs> this is a lot. And, like, I'm just gonna say, like, I don't want to pick on the show, but they did not do a good job of making clear to me why she couldn't run the Institute after her husband was murdered. I just assumed... Was it just that she didn't want to, so she left? The assumption I had at this moment was, yeah, she quit. But later... It seems... It, it implies her motivation is, I want to run an Institute. Because that's how Alex is able to get her onto his, his idea. yeah. Is, you got to run an Institute again. I'm like, oh, wait, so she wasn't allowed to? Like, what? did he die in a big mess up? Do does the clave hate women? Can they only run institutes with men with them? I wouldn't be surprised. The clave is very old, and as we learned, very bad. They're so bad. So this place, the Jade Wolf, is wrecked. Werewolves are just cleaning hang- up everywhere, or, or hang around in corners, going some extra werewolves. <laughs> so uh, they look at the zombo, and looks like, look, this zombo's real strong. <laughs> He was really hard to kill. Also, like, the scene that we saw, he was he, the zombie was hiding on the other side of a clear sheet and yeah. just jumped through like, oh, like you could see on the other. How did he surprise you? You can see him, and you heard the noise he made. So they talk a little bit about how he's like a forsaken, but he's way stronger than a forsaken. Like forsakens are usually pretty weak and pretty dumb, yeah. but this guy was trying to achieve something. Yeah. So and, they're going to bring him back to the uh, institute, and then for... looks like. No, 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 no. I'm a cop. I didn't say I would give you his body. Luke, what's your plan here? What, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to take the Forsaken, bring him to the police, and be like, no, no, it's cool. He's just a person. Well, and then Lydia's like, look, <laughs> Lydia- I want to work with downworlders. Lydia brings... We're Lydia- on the same side. Yeah, Lydia, who is now a thousand times more reasonable, brings up that. She's like, but what are you going to do with it? She's like, I guess it's a good point. We... They have the best forensic pathologist in New York City. And it is Izzy. It's Izzy. Why don't they just say Izzy? Like, I understand why she wouldn't, but what Jace later also goes, oh, yeah, we have the best forensic pathologist. And I will tell you, I spend a lot of time being like, who is it? Who's this pathologist? Yeah, it's just, and even when it's revealed it's Izzy, it's not not like a It's not clear that it's Izzy. She's just in the scene doing the stuff. Like, because Jace did not say Oh, yeah, no, Izzy's the best forensic pathologist in, in well, New York. also... Makes me think she's just doing it for fun. <laughs> but she also, is! How old is Izzy? Oh, Aaron, 21. Also, um, how many forensic pathologists... Like, there's only one institute. 
Is she the only forensic pathologist? <laughs> and not only that, like, there's no way she has ever been compared to a forensic pathologist who's not. She hasn't had official training. You yeah. can't have official training. They're just claiming this. You can't compare her to, like, a human forensic pathologist. Because there's no, there's no, you can't compare They're them. They're different. <laughs> Um, also, during the scene, Luke reveals that he thinks Valentine is after him, and Lydia's like, oh, he's trying to kill all the old Circle members, and Luke's <laughs> like, um, no, he specifically hates me. I, I also think he's like, okay, don't tell her you're a pair of a tie, that's gonna get you in jail. Uh, no, we have a special connection. But also, he could be killing all Circle members, I don't know. Yeah, well, they're gonna need to protect all the Circle members, you know, and, like Hodge. And then Lydia's like, yeah, and also your parents. <laughs> and Elk is like, what? Also, Luke goes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mad Luke didn't tell him. Luke doesn't spend a lot of time with Alec, and also, why would he? And also, if there's one thing we know about Luke, he doesn't tell people things that their parents should have told them. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, Alec and uh, uh, Lydia are looking over the body, then Magnus is coming in, which flushes off Alec, but really what this scene is about... Is Alec's real upset that his parents didn't tell him, and Lydia mm. tries to go... Well, there was the ban on mentioning anything about Valentine, which was apparently <laughs> the circle, released. not even Valentine, the circle. And like apparently was released really recently. My question is, why don't they have a ruin on their neck? Because everyone else does. Yeah, apparently, they, apparently they're allowed to remove it. Y- you know what? I this makes me feel so bad for Hodge. Like even in the scene, Lydia's like, "Oh no, the Lightwoods are very well respected. They're praised for their devotion. They're literally traitors." This is like people. This is like the whole civil war thing, where it's like, "Oh no, you can still hang up the Confederate flag, which is literally the flag of the traitors." Well, here's the thing: Hodge was Valentine's best friend. <laughs> yeah, so Hodge is in his position because he's like, "No, no, I was Valentine's best friend." And like, "Are you really?" Yeah, no, I was his best friend. I was his best friend. Like, I guess then you can't leave the Institute. You're right, because I'm his best friend. And the Lightwoods were like, we never liked Valentine. We were tricked. The demon deceived us. The pro- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Algoli does take after his parents. It's true. Um, <laughs> this, the problem is that this just makes... I mean, I don't know if it's the problem. But, boy, it, it they add a scene later where this, I think we're supposed to feel bad, where they're like, oh... We were just trying. We we're trying to protect our. Like talking to Lydia, like, trying yeah. to protect our family. They, they, they dislike us specifically. Like, no, no, you keep blaming your kids, being like, the clave doesn't like us because, because of, of you. you. Like, no, they don't trust you because you're traitors. Why do they give you an institute? Well, it was a punishment. You see, they had to go to New York, which sucks. <laughs> that's and, they, the, and they had to take Hodge. I think, yeah, that's the only thing I have to this. I think the New York Institute's a punishment. <laughs> I, it's, it's like. And but then it became very popular. It's like the That's Shrek. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, people will be like, "Oh, we're working on Prince of Egypt." <laughs> like, no, no, you're bad. You got to go to the Shrek. And then people love the Shrek. Instead, they're like, "No, you go to New York, where nothing interesting happens." Then Magnus moved there, and Jocelyn ran away. Huh. <laughs> uh, so Clary, so now Clary, and Jace go to the Jade Wolf. Yeah, they're gonna talk to Luke about some vamp stuff. Um, I kind of um, just want to do this now, rather than having this weird cut up. Because like she arrives and then they talk about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because she's like, I need to talk to you, and then she just gets hugs. But then actually, she wants to talk about what happens when you become a downroller. Yes. So Luke has a flashback to him becoming a werewolf, and Jocelyn was actually there. And it makes it even more clear that that young man, while being very handsome, looks nothing like Luke. No. no. Um, <laughs> they're in a barn. 
and Jocelyn is going to be there for him. It doesn't yeah. matter that he could turn into a wolf because he won't kill her in wolf form and she'll be there for him. Oh, because she's going to leave. Like, I do appreciate that, that young Jocelyn is still a competent shadow hunter. She's like, oh, I don't actually need to fix you up because if you're going to become a werewolf, yeah, you're, you'll you're heal. going to fix you. But if I'm here, you probably would actually kill me now. But in the future, in the future you, you won't. won't. I, I like this. She's very good about and that. And she's going to help because, you know, he wants to kill himself and the clay yeah. would kill him for being a werewolf. But she's like, no, 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 no. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. And I just want to point out that the parallel that they set up here <laughs> yeah. between Jocelyn and Luke in the past <laughs> love. and Clary and Simon in the present makes it very, very clear that you are not best friends, Clary. Yeah. Uh I like that Luke brought out the knife he was going to kill himself with because yeah. he – I don't think it's spe- – I thought it was like, is it silver? But he touches it all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's just the knife he had. It's just I kept this knife to remind me when I was going to kill myself. Cool. Now, he confirms to Clary that he did lose pretty much everything. Yeah. He was not a shadow hunter anymore. Mm-hmm. He lost his friends. He lost his family. But he kept Jocelyn and Clary. Yeah. So she needs to be aware – and he doesn't say this in so many words – but if she makes Simon into a vampire, <laughs> she needs to be everything for him because he will lose everything else. Yeah. And she also said he also says the his main point is if you're going to do this also, do it for him, not for you. Because he's aware that she loves Simon. And he also says, I love Simon like a son. And I'm like, you don't have to Luke, that's Luke, very kind. That's but... very that's very kind, but probably not true. Like, I understand Clary. Simon's just a dude she met probably a couple years. I know they were no, been they've been, been friends since they were friends six. Since they were six. I'm like, settle down. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Magnus and Izzy, uh, we have a scene between them. Oh, yes. yes. So this is the scene where we find out that Izzy is the forensic pathologist. Yes, because they brought in Magnus to, like, search for magic stuff on the body. So he's wiggling his fingers over a corpse. And they're wearing face shields, which we're all very familiar with in the year of our Lord 2021. Yeah, and it's just this thing about, like... Uh, How Alec has been really distracted. It's been a hard seven yeah. days. Yeah. But also, Magnus really likes Alec. He does. He does really like Alec. So he's going to head off and go try to talk with him. Meanwhile, uh, the sun is setting finally. So it's time to take Simon to the cemetery, which is where Clary will make her choice, I guess. Although it, it I, seemed to I me ass- that when they were taking Simon to the cemetery, they that was choice. her making her choice. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we do actually get the quick scene between Magnus and Alec here. Alec does some angry shirtless punches, and Magnus is so happy that he's shirtless. And also, he's like, hey, I feel like you're the head of the Institute, so here's some information about the autopsy I did. I feel bad for the vagueness in this scene because (laughs) Alec is like, yeah, you know, I'm so upset about all these things. And I feel like, you know, you try so hard. It's a different, you know, then you feel like, oh, all of a sudden you have different feelings and the world's a different place. Your life is a lie. And he's like, okay, I think maybe, maybe he's coming around. Maybe he's coming around. You gotta do what's in your heart. You should always follow your heart, Alec. And it's me. I'm in your heart, Alec. Do me, Alec, who's in your heart. And I was like, yeah, no, I will follow my heart. Alec's following his heart was not what I expected it to be. Nope. <laughs> did you think he was going to leave with Magnus? Because I did. Because that's clearly a vacation. Once again, like Clary leaving the scene with Simon's mom, what is the moment where does Alec just turn and walk away and Magnus <laughs> is like, that was weird. That didn't work the way I hoped. <laughs> Because we won't really see Magnus for the rest of this episode. We will not. All right. Now for a scene that has honestly no threat to it at all. So I am 
unsure of why this cemetery has a cleared out circle to <laughs> bury bodies in. Like, is this right. just to make new vamps? Right by, right by a Jewish grave. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they put down Simon's body, but oh my god, Camille's there. Oh my there. god, Camille's there. And oh my god, there's more vampires. She wants her property back. Okay, so I don't quite get what Camille's... Because she wants she, she wants to get rid of the body. Yeah, she wants to keep the body. Because it's but Camille, the shadow hunters already know evidence? about it. Yeah, she wants to destroy the evidence, but like... You, you can see Jace, so, right, Camille? So did she do this whole Simon thing because she's just, like, a serial killer? She's a vampire. She's well, a little crazy. Well, yeah, but, like, why? For fun. Okay, so, yeah, it's like a serial killer type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, well, just because, like, she doesn't seem to have a plan. Oh, no, she it. likes to play with the mundanes. Okay. And- it's it's a terrible choice because she knows that Simon's friends with shadow hunters. Not that I want to be like in the box, okay. but in the book she's not super sane. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> and Raphael has actually been quietly running her clay for like years while she's busy being crazy. Yeah, there's some implication of that there by the by. Once again, this scene has no threat to it because Camille arrives like, "Huh, give me the give me that body back. And Here's Raphael's, all my vampires." Raphael's like, "No, I already I already usurped you. I, I I have the vamps. We I, Camille, <laughs> we don't want to break the accords." It was like, "Oh yeah," and then all the vampires turn on her. She's like, "Oh." Huh? But I do like the moment where Clary gives her a punch oh my because God. Camille's like, Simon's worthless. I killed someone who's a nothing. And Clary's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> and then and she, the vampires let her. She walks away so smug. Like, <laughs> I punched a vampire. I'm like, you killed a demon. <laughs> yeah, but the demon didn't insult her best friend. That's yeah, true. I mean, the demon pretended to be, though, her boyfriend. True. Yeah. Uh, so the vampires just carry... Camille off. There is no threat. There was never a threat. Back at Ye Old Institute, we're supposed to feel really bad because Alec overhears a scene where Lydia tells her, the Lightwood parents that the, the clave is taking over the, the clave institute? is taking full control of the institute. And I'm very confused on the relationship between the New York Institute and the clave. But you know what? Let me tell you. The clave should be in charge of the institute because the Lightwoods have proven to be bad leaders. They did not tell a single shadow extra to stop Clary Fairchild from leaving the institute. They, yeah, and they spent... The only thing the Lightwoods do is blame their children for things going wrong. So do a better job of running your institute and then Lydia doesn't have to come in and do it. Well, what I... and. Once again, to go, sort of go towards um, uh, what I said earlier, that I think they were just lying about them being like shadow hunters, getting involved in downworld business. Lydia says they the clave is concerned about what's going on in New York, and I guess there is lots of unrest. Yeah, and like, but it it seems unclear on if how much they care about Val. Like the thing is that it's all Valentine. Yeah, all- every everything's being stirred up is because of Valentine wiggling his little fingers and monologuing. Like I, I think if everything that was happening, like everything that Val- Valentine's not being very secretive. To no, be fair. it's super clear. It's is Valentine. They're walking around with circle runes on their neck. Yeah, and lo- and the head of the whale was like, oh, it's Valentine. Like the only the th- vampires know it's Valentine. The Seelys know it's Valentine. Magnus knows it's Valentine. Everyone knows it's Valentine, and I think the Clave does as well. But it's treated like... And what they should really say is, we can't trust you to be in charge of the Institute because you have previous ties with Valentine. Yes. And we need to put someone trustworthy in control here. Yeah, like, 
it, it they need to bring up more of like, it's, it's like a conflict of interest yeah. it's like you were fine like, even were, even if you have reformed we need someone trustworthy here yeah you were fine when it wasn't valentine business now that it's valentine business you need to go out and then they could be like then it's about and they could be like but we've served so well for the past 18 years yeah. haven't we then it could be more about the lightwoods being like you know, we need to prove to them that we are still trustworthy. Exactly. Not just like, our honor is smirched. And the parents could even say, like, we're not going to convince the clave. You guys have to. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Alec busts in and he brings the autopsy results to Lydia because he's making his mark in the sand. His mark is, I'm on the clave side. <laughs> I have a question here. What is the um, Lightwood's uh, family slogan again? So I thought it was the law is hard, but it's the law. Yeah. But Lydia now quotes it at them. <laughs> And but now it seems like it might be the honor is in the act, not the word. No, the honor is in the act, not the no. The honor is in the deed, not the name. Yeah. Though I'm gonna say saying that and knowing that they're part of the circle is hilarious. It's like, true. no, no, no. The honor is in the deed. Like, well, what you did was bad. I don't care that you're Lightwoods. <laughs> And you know, I think this has come off as hypercritical, but it's too it's too much. Honestly, this one scene does not make me sympathetic to them. Goop. All right, Raphael again asks Clary to make a choice. Which... And he holds out the stake and he holds out the shovel and Clary chooses the shovel and it's very dramatic. I guess he probably, I guess he just doesn't dust. Yeah. So they still would have to bury his body. No, she takes the shovel. No, no, I'm saying that the reason why they're in oh, the graveyard. yeah. Yeah, is that if they stake it, they still have to bury the body. Honestly, though, I think you just do whatever the clave does with dead bodies. So, um... Yeah, Clary yeah, oh yeah, Clary cries and monologues at his body. So Alex's plan to listen to his heart, what his heart was saying this entire time, is to propose to Lydia a political marriage where he is married and restores the fa- the Lightwood family name, and Lydia gets to run an institute because women can't run institutes alone. Yeah, that's the idea. I don't know why it would work in any way, and I have. Kevin, how old is Alec and how old is Lydia? I think Alec's 20. Lydia, though, I'm, like, I'm going to be honest. I, she, because we're being like, oh, I was married once and I had a husband. I ran into, like, is she 30? Yeah. I like, mean, is this creepy? I, I mean, because Magnus is a zillion years old. So. I, mean, I, mean, honest, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think the line between 30 and 20 is, I mean, I think Alex, he might be the he, oldest. He's I think the he's like oldest. 22. I think. Yeah. I know that, well, the thing is that in the books, I know that Clary's 16. And we Jace cannot is think about the books there. Aaron, <laughs> you always bring up the books. Because sometimes they explain things better. But guess right. what? Want a spoiler? Lydia Branwell's not a character in the books. Yes. But Harry Branwell is. Henry Branwell. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. In a different series. So anyway, so they can both run the Institute. That's the plan. Blah, blah, blah. Back to the thing. So, um, Jace and they, they wait for Simon's body to come up and Jace is like, don't worry, Simon's a fighter. Jace has waited until Simon is dead to be like, you know what? I like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Clary, once again, reiterating, I'll never understand that Falcon story. (laughs) Just us knowing, like, that has to be Jace's story. Him being like, "Uh, I should have told her the Falcon story. (laughs) So Jace says Simon's a good guy, and Clary's like, I've been thinking about your falcon story, and I want to say that it's wrong. Love makes you stronger. Love made my mom run away from Valentine, and love made me... Clary saying, my mother's love for me made her betray Valentine and steal the cup. We have no evidence of that. We have evidence that her love for... 
Luke. Luke made her do it. We, in fact, do not know if Jocelyn knew she was pregnant at that time. Yeah. So, okay, Clary. I'm not going <laughs> to. You know what? You are, you're free to believe what you want. I'm just saying there is no evidence that <laughs> this has been confirmed. Anyway, the anyway, ground rumbles. Yes. And uh, you're not going to have to dig Simon up. No, Simon climbs himself very quickly out of yeah. that grave. And he is very, very hungry. And Raphael is prepared because he's got blood, ba- blood bags like he's a character on Angel. This entire scene, Raphael is so pumped to have a new vampire friend. <laughs> I think this is part of him that's like, you know what? I'm actually kind of glad he kept coming back. Like, I like that, Simon. Now I got like a new vampire protege. I might be in charge of the New York vampires. That's a good day for Raphael. <laughs> good day for Raphael. <laughs> no one's going to break the accords anymore because I'm in charge. All right. We need to cut into um, where Izzy is. Man, she channels some real primetime police procedural. Like, I got to figure out what's wrong with what's ha- what's going on with his body. She's in like a dark, mostly empty room, which I think is also in the sanctuary. And she looks at a computer screen and she goes, Nephilim. Yeah, she just <laughs> she says the word. Nephilim. I'm like, okay. I mean, I know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I know I'm what a, that. Because I'm a big old fantasy nerd, but not like, a religion nerd. Other fantasy. people know. And then she clarifies, "Why do you have angel blood?" And then she looks in a microscope. She's like, I know why you have angel. Because as we set up earlier, if Only you have angel with blood, angel blood can come into the institute. Oh, lords! So they inject it. I feel like that should have been your first thought. Yeah. Come on. Which is why you could exclude did she, people. Did she not tell anyone? Well, she didn't have time. Blood? I guess. While this is going on, a sec- the second, remember how we saw two zombies earlier and we, I wondered where the other one went? Uh, did he walk all the way to the Institute? They yeah. dropped him off with a jade wolf and he walked over here? Hey, where's Blackwell? Going on. Uh, fortunately, Hodge was doing cutouts. <laughs> So Hodge was also working out with no shirt on. We have not seen him for since episode two. I don't know why this is so funny. Hodge, it's like the middle of the night. Hodge is like, well, better go to the training room, take off my shirt, and just spin a stick around for a little bit. So he's spinning <laughs> that God stick. He, he sees the he sees the zombie and is like, huh, goes into the fighting. And he fights that zombie, and then Alec comes in and he shoots an arrow, and the arrow doesn't stop the zombie. There's two. There's two times in less than like five seconds where the zombie rears up to kill someone, and someone distracts it. Then he turns around, rears up to kill someone, and then he's distracted again. I mean, Luke said that zombie was smart, but I think he means smart by zombie standards. I mean. I, I, yeah, because I think if he was dumb, he wouldn't have turned around. So um, the zombie is defeated, and as he's defeated, Izzy finally makes her way up from the sanctuary, and is like, oh, oh he's here. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. And that's sort of where that leaves off. So we're going to go back to the cemetery where Simon has finally drank enough blood that he's aware, and Clary's like, well, Simon, you died. <laughs> so I'll say, Clary doesn't put off the greatest body language here. And I mean, too, it's scary seeing your friend be a vampire. She's holding around Jace being like, "Ah." I don't love it because like she made this choice and she knows what vampires are. She's met with a vampire. She's hanging out with Raphael. She's seen Camille. She's seen lots of scary things. So to be like, oh my God, he's drinking blood from a blood bag. Yeah. Like, Simon's not even that scary. He's mostly just very dirty <laughs> oh from my being God. in the ground. Yeah. Uh, even Simon's like, I'm repulsive. I'm a monster. I'm like, I'm like uh, just take a shower, dude. I'm I, I'm going to be, look, maybe this is me being 
you know, uh, <laughs> not a real human being. But I'm like, I think if I suddenly became a vampire, I'd probably be pretty freaked out. But Simon is super dramatic about it. Well, I think Clary looking terrified of him doesn't help because he loves her so much. Yeah, like, And it's not even like he's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampire. Like, he doesn't have any bumps or anything. No, he just has his teeth. And, like, and Raphael says, like, well, in time you'll be able to retract those. Yeah, this feels like a thing where uh, the thing is, like, everything we know about Simon, him being a big old nerd, I almost wanted his characterization to be like, he was like, oh, this is cool, and then figure out the rough stuff later. Yeah. Be like, oh my god, this is so weird and... And fuck yeah. Then later he's like, wait, you mean I can't? Oh, wow. I can never huh? go home again? Huh? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like that would have been a, uh, a more unique way of doing it than Him. immediately be like, I'm a monster. And then he runs off into the night and Raphael's like, well, guess I should go collect my new best friend. <laughs> that's my that's my buddy. <laughs> don't worry. I'll teach him everything about being a vampire, guys. Don't you worry. I'm a main character now. We're going to have a plot line, I'm sure. I won't like it, but I'll be there. <laughs> Lee! I mean, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I mean, come. That's, come, that's, come, enter. That's old me. That's an old me. That's my father. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Uh, that's, that's our episode. That's the end of the episode. That is, that is where it leaves off. Simon running off into the, the darkness and a, a zombie just, just killed on a floor. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Aaron. Do you not want to know a fun Shadowhunter fact? What if I said no? Well, then I wouldn't tell you about the Mortal Cup. Okay. You can go ahead, then. So you may recall early in this episode, Clary lists the terrible things that could happen if the wrong person was in charge <laughs> oh, yeah. of the Mortal Cup. And I think she makes one up. <laughs> she does, in fact, say, well, first she says things we know. It can control demons. Mm-hmm. It can create... By shaking it at them. Yeah. It creates new Shadowhunters. Yeah. But it kills mundanes if they drink from it? No, it says it controls mundanes if they drink from it. Well, neither of these things are true. So let me tell you about the Mortal Cup. It does do the first two things. Well, yeah, we've heard about that before. But, like, how would you make new shadow hunters using the Mortal <laughs> Cup is the question. I, logically, I would... Here's If I was creating this world, I'm like, I gotta build it. Drink angel blood from a cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who would drink this angel blood from this cup or maybe just water because I think they just drink water. Oh, I would have the I, I angel blood. I think it's magic water that like wells up from the cup so it could be angel blood actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, it's straight gin. <laughs> <laughs> gotta show you're tough. It's just Bombay gin. You gotta swill it straight. That's how you know that you can be a shadow hunter. Yeah, not a shot. A cup. A full wine glass of gin. Yeah. And then if you don't die from alcohol poisoning, you got to be shadow a shadow hunter. hunter. That's why Alec is drunk all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, who would drink from this cup? Well, I would say, I mean, it'd be weird if downworlders do it. So, I mean, if not downworlders, not demons, they kill demons. I guess the only thing that's left small rodents i mean mundanes mundanes yeah. clearly is mundanes absolutely so the way that they make more shadow hunters is they send them to the shadow hunter academy yeah and they like train them through shadow hunter things and when they've proven that they're like ready and they yeah. can you know survive in the world then they ascend and they ascend by drinking from the cup so clary one would argue that the cup does not kill or control mundanes well <laughs> also where did she get that idea from? That has never been said in the series. It said control demons 
and make new shadow hunters. And Mundanes all, have never come into it. All of a sudden, she comes in and is like, oh, there's this cup. I know, I understand how dangerous the cup is. It controls demons. It makes new shadow hunters. It can even control mundanes if they drink from the cup. I always wanted Alec to be like, why do you think that? <laughs> Explain what you, further. What? Jace, Jace, what did you do? <laughs> Jace, I, I believe her. I think she's no, right. No, but Jace, you know how the cup works. No, I think she's right. I think she said it correctly. <laughs> J- Jace, I got you, hun. <laughs> you've been trained as a shadow hunter. No, I think we should keep the. I think we should give the cup to Valentine to get her mom back. If we, dude, don't blow this for me, wingman, wingman. I can hook up with Clary, and you can hook up with Magnus. <laughs> we can do this. Come on. No, Jace, the cup deceived me. <laughs> the, the demon deceived me. <laughs> Just Jace pointing. <laughs> <laughs> the demon has deceived me. Uh, good. Good. Good, good. Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic just decided to take a little stroll around the city and ended up wandering through a shipping container <laughs> delivery place and then found a Chinese food restaurant? Oh, yeah. We did mention. Oh, we did mention that, but not the scene. Yeah, they just walk through. They walk through like they take so many turns. Like, why? Why, can't, why do they have to walk? <laughs> this feels like. That's why they're always late to their like any sort of issue in the cities. They have to walk there. Anyway. I, they must have a speed rune, right? They just didn't use it for this one. I mean, we know they can run super fast, but... That's true, where they just run normal, but the lines are wiggly around them. All right. Um, I'm going to say the My CW moment is the vonologue about how Jocelyn hates rules. <laughs> it... Yeah, it, I, it taught us nothing. Like, we already know that Jocelyn is rebellious, I guess. Well, I will say the thing that I do like about it is that I think it just shows Valentine. Because Jocelyn has no stake in it. She's lying down. This is Valentine projecting on her. This is Valentine monologuing for Valentine. That's why it's a monologue. That's why it's a monologue. <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, you don't like rules, don't you? And you think bald men are sexy. I remember I had hair in the flashback, but yeah. now yeah. when you wake up, you're going to be like, mm, yeah, Valentine. Yeah. And you're going to be like, you're so you're so hot. You're so pretty. You think those uh, those circular neck scars are also really cool. <laughs> like, did... he's just saying things that he, that he, <laughs> that he's like, this, yeah, this is good for me if you do this. I guess she does have her neck scar back. He yeah. Made it, he made it reappear. Yes. But, so. like, Luke has... No ruins, I guess, because he's a vampire yeah, I assume, or a werewolf. I assume when he got when he went werewolf, they were just removed from him because he no longer has angel blood. But like, I don't understand where are the neck circles on the parents. It's unclear to me if they can hide them or if they can remove them. It's, I don't know. I just it's so angry, angering to me that the parents like that is such that's, that's because they're lightwood. Like it's it's like lightwood privilege. That's why they have made me so angry for the past few episodes. And now I'm more ang- rewatching this, knowing that their shadow member or circle members is just it. Ma- it really makes me feel like for like Hodge is set up almost like a look at this guy, look at him. Don't you ever be like him? He this is his punishment. He can never go into the outside world in the light. And the lightwood's just like we're in charge. <laughs> and by we we mean Alec does all the work. My son is now in charge of this place. 
but I'm going to yell at him every day. It's his fault that no one likes us. Hey, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, there's a few. Um, I like to think that we cleaned a few up by just being like, yeah, this person just has a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Yeah, Raphael's Raphael. all of Raphael's weirdness and his lying. Yeah. Um, I got to give it to, it sucks because it's an entire scene, but Clary going to see Simon's mom before making the decision. Yeah, I can see what they were, like, getting at, because they're trying to be like, how hard could the decision possibly be for Clary? Well, yeah. But it I, makes no sense logically. I mean, the mom's there to be like, I. she literally says the line, I don't know what I would ever do if anything happened to him. I just think I would die after his dad. It's terrible. Anyway. What did you want to tell me? And, like, I do understand that in a book, you can write from Clary's perspective, and she can think about how hard it would be for Simon's mom. But, like, there's got to be a better way to do it. The thing is, like, I didn't need to see the mom. I just needed Clary to bring up the mom. Or even ha- just have a conversation with Jace. Yeah, well, like, I, I if I was going to do this, because, like, God, her actually going to see the mom was even if she was like, I should go tell his mom, and she's like, No, you shouldn't tell her until you've decided what to do. If he's if he's a vampire, maybe as we Simon said, Simon can make the choice Simon for himself. Can, Simon can make the choice, and you you know, I I would say I would coach him that he should not go yeah. back because he's a vampire. But I don't know, like her, I I think just the time I haven't even decided if he's if he's going alive or dead yet. But I should go tell his mom immediately that he's dead it just the show is not good at making clary likable uh what i do like though is once again jace knocking over the speak no evil monkey (laughs) (laughs) hey shut up monkey time monkey he has the there's the see no evil speak or see no evil hear no evil speak no evil monkey so if you have evil to speak of we have no monkey to distract you with so come on our social media. Come to social media and speak your evils. Tell us of your monkeys. <laughs> it's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. Or give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. We might be the only Shadowhunters TV show recap podcast considering right all now. The, considering all the retweets we got on Twitter, I think we are. <laughs> so uh, we hope you like it. <laughs> and you can also check out my books. Uh, there are, hey, let's see his base of books. That's actually a connection there, <laughs> finally. Uh, they're fantasy books. There's also a sci fi books. They're all in there. Uh, but it's at com, And I'm over at a flimsyplan.com. And maybe you should click on the link for, uh, Full Circle Theater on there. Cause there might be something coming up that you can watch. Okay. I don't know why you're, you, you, did me? I can watch? No, you can't watch it. I guess I can't watch it. <laughs> can't watch it. No way you're being so coy about it. Because I'm not dropping the announcement until June 2nd. That is fair. That is tomorrow. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. How will Simon adapt to being a vampire? Are there more Angel Forsaken? So, if Clary inherited the drawing gene from her mom, did she inherit the Vonalog gene from her dad? I saw all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 